Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. hosts jason and cody i'm jason and i'm cody welcome to episode 20 of the talking disney podcast i'm your host jason and i'm here once again with my co-host cody how you doing cody i'm doing great jason all right are you ready for our, our listener appreciation emails coming up i am ready yeah so for those who are listening that maybe didn't hear the last couple of episodes cody had an idea what episode 18, 17, um, yeah, I think 18 right around yeah. there. Yeah. To, uh, for our 20th, uh, episode to have some of our listeners send in questions, uh, questions could have been about anything, anything Disney related, uh, about movies, music, theme parks, etc. And, uh, to our, uh, shock, we actually got some, some replies, which tells me there are actually a few people out there listening. Um, at least five that we know of. At least five, yeah. And for those that maybe didn't have time to get an email, and you could always send one in, and we will read it on the show. Uh, so don't think just because we're we're done with episode twenty after this that you can't send it in because we'll we'll yes. we'll we'll always answer the questions and entertain the emails. So we do like unsolicited emails. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So I guess we could just get right into it. Uh, did you have anything to talk about before we started with the emails? Uh, no. No. All right. No. Well, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm just here to have a good time. All right. Well, well here, I'll, I'll, start, I'll, I'll ask you something. Did you do anything Disney this week? I mean... Did you watch I, any movies? Uh... No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Well, I don't even know horrible. what I've done. You forgot what you did? <laughs> I guess. So it's it's Thursday. What have you done? Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday? I know I watched some of the, the 30 Days of Disney on Freeform. So I watched I a few things. That. Watched a little bit of Milan, a little bit of Hercules. Um, I guess I'm slacking. You're slacking. You're slacking. You I know mean, what? I've been, I've been slacking on my... I, I was going to try to watch every Disney animated movie before Frozen 2 came out. And oh, that's right. I, yeah, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm on Pinocchio. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've watched Snow White and the Seven Jars and Pinocchio. So I need to, I need to get, get busy on that and watch Fantasia. Uh, why, didn't, why didn't we do any of that over the weekend? Well, we could have. It seemed like we were busy. So We were busy. Oh, yeah. speaking of which... I went to the Disney store. There's there, something. There you go. Saturday, we actually went to the Disney store down in Broomfield, Colorado. Cody yeah, we visiting. we were actually in the same room in the same state for a given period of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just we we were we were gonna consider recording then. At we're least something. something. Yeah, but we just we got too busy and it never happened. So no, nope. uh, 
it seemed like Cody liked to go to bed at nine o'clock at night. So. Oh, well, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I do when I'm home, but not, not yeah. when I was, I didn't get there that one night until what? Nine 30. Uh, yeah. Somewhere Friday night, eight, eight 30, Yeah. It was, I think no, it was, it was eight 30. I think. No, it might've been nine. Uh, I it definitely wasn't before nine. I can look at your text and see when you said, Hey, I'm here. Yeah. And I guarantee you it'll be after nine o'clock. Let me see. Uh, you sent me that. Yeah. Uh, oh, this man, you sent me a lot of texts and say, okay. I, I like it. What can I say? Oh uh, yeah. You're, it was nine Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I must've been on Pacific time. <laughs> You're on Disney standard, right? <laughs> yeah. Disney standard time. All right. Yeah. So, so let's get into these emails. We're just going to start with the first one. Uh, I'll read through the email and then we'll answer some questions. Uh, the first one comes from Brooke and she says, sorry, it took so long. Hopefully I'm not too late. And she wasn't. Uh, my questions are one, if you could have one thing from the set of any Disney movie, what would it be? Uh, so she wants to know the movie and the item. At number two, if for a month all you could listen to was the soundtrack to one Disney movie, which would it be? So do you want to go first on this one or do you want me to? Uh, sure, I'll go first. You you want me to answer both questions or do you yeah. want to go question by question and we both answer one question at a time? It's up to you. Oh, man, so much power. I don't so. know what to do with it. <laughs> okay, Um. so... I've been, I, I gotta say, Brooke, and to all the others that sent in emails, y'all came up with some really good questions because I've struggled with some of these. I, I'm the type of person where it's really hard for me to pick a favorite. Like, this is like my number one because I just, I'm one of those people, and, and maybe it's just me, maybe I'm just weird, but I just have such a appreciation for things and, and what they are. To me, everything has its place. Everything, you know, it's hard for me to just say this is better and it always will be better. So some of these pick your favorites, they've really challenged me. So I've struggled with it, but I appreciate that also because you guys have come up with some really good questions that I actually have to think about, which has kind of been fun. So for the um, any item that I'd want from the set of a Disney movie. I've gone back and forth with this, um, but I, if I just had to pick something, I think it would be kind of cool. Uh, Cause I like, I like posters and I like things to hang on my wall here in my, my sanctuary, my, my Disney office here, Your my studio? recording studio. Yeah. My recording studio and vintage Disneyland um, is, I, I like that era uh, especially for disney art and attraction posters and in the movie saving mr banks where uh i believe his name is ralph he's the the chauffeur that is employed by the disney company and he's he's who picks up uh mrs travers the author of mary poppins he's the one that picks her up from the airport and takes her back and forth between her hotel and the Disney Studios property. And when he, when PL Travers is first arriving at the airport in Los Angeles, 
Ralph is there, you know, in line with the other chauffeurs holding his little sign and it's got, and it says Walt Disney presents PL Travers. And, you know, it's got the, you know, the Walt Disney studios logo on it. And I don't know, I think that would be really cool to kind of have in poster size or, you know, a little, cause in, he's holding it, um, as paper size, but I guess if we're taking this directly out of the movie, if I had, could have it directly from the movie, I, I would take his little sign that he's holding there in the airport to show who he's waiting to pick up. That, that would be mine. I think that would be really cool to have hanging in my, my office here. No, see, I thought you were going to go a different direction with, uh, some of the attraction posters that were hanging when uh, at Disneyland at the time. So, and I, and I thought about that, but I yeah. couldn't, couldn't find a picture of any one specific one in particular. Um, so I couldn't remember exactly which ones they had out. So oh, okay. I, okay. I went with this cause I, I can recall that it was there cause I have photo evidence here. Gotcha. But I know that there they did have several attraction posters in the park in that portion of the movie, and one of my favorite parts of the movie. I love that movie, anyways. But yeah, so that's that's my item from Saving Mr. Banks. Okay, do you, I'll I'll go ahead and go with mine. Okay, all right. Uh, mine would be from a movie, uh, nineteen sixty. When did it come out? Nineteen sixty eight. Uh, the love bug oh, and, okay. and the, yep. the item I would want would be the 1963 VW from that movie. Now uh, what, what year's the bug that you have? I have a, I have a 62 in the garage and then I have a 67 sitting uh, side of the house that needs to be restored. Okay. So I but would you mind. want the one from the movie with the Herbie paint job. Yeah. And... Yeah. That's, that's, that's the one I would take would be okay. the 1963 VW bug from that movie. Um, in so working that... condition, I assume. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> hopefully it's not a lawn ornament, right? No, 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 no. And hopefully with the ability to drive itself and do all that good stuff. But, Oh, Hey, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah. So mine, <laughs> mine would be the car from that movie. Okay. Very nice. So I like I th- that. I thought of that as soon as I read a question, I was like, that's what I would want. So I wish these things were that easy for me. (laughs) All right. So go with the second one. If, okay. So if for a month, all you could listen to was, was the soundtrack to one Disney movie, which would it be? Okay. Again, Brooke, you're challenging me here because there's a lot of songs that I like in particular, but to, to narrow it down to one album and have to listen to that album on repeat, or at least that was the only one I could listen to for a month. Uh, so I wrote a few down cause I was trying to think of something. Um, and then, Oh gosh, I have a few on my list here. I don't know which one I want to pick. I think I'm going to go with Tarzan. I'd have to go with Tarzan. That's a good soundtrack. I like that soundtrack a lot. There's a lot of good songs on there. All right. So you took, uh, you kind of took one of mine I was thinking about, cause this one kind of like you, uh, it, it was hard to pick one. My favorite Disney song is from Pinocchio. Um, 
Which I'm still really surprised that that's your favorite song. When you, yeah, when you, when you wish upon a star. But I don't know if I want to listen to the Pinocchio soundtrack for a whole month. Because uh, even though it's good, there's a lot of other ones that I thought about. And some of the ones that were top of my list were the Tarzan that you mentioned. Um, you have The Lion King, Aladdin. I, that one was on my list. Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid. They're all great soundtracks. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go a little older though. I'm gonna go back to the '60s again, and it'll be 1967's "The Jungle Book" with the bare necessities, and I want to be like bare you. Bare necessities. Yeah, so I would probably choose the Jungle Book. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, for the whole month. Uh, and, and another one that was a possibility was Mary Poppins. I had that one on there too. Yeah. On my list. And I also had Toy Story on my list. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one too. So but I'll go with I'll go with uh the jungle book. The jungle that's why I like Pandora where I can just hear all my favorite songs. There you go. From all the different albums. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've got that uh which I can play it in my truck. My truck's a little older truck, but I hook the phone up, you know, and I can I can stream it from my phone. But in my wife's new car. I can stream it directly from the phone right on the little touch screen, which is kind of cool. So uh, that's what I do when I borrow her car. <laughs> Just throw on my Pandora. All right. So thank you, Brooke, for the questions. Uh, and we will um, go to email number two. Actually, did you want to take a little break? Uh, it's up to you. Right. Well, we'll just go right into it. I can edit this out. All right, here we go. And the second email comes from Amber, and she says, Hey, Jason and Cody, way to go on making it to episode 20. I'd love to hear about your favorite and most cherished memory from Disneyland. Also, since everything can't always be rainbows, even Disney, are there any things about the theme parks that it irritates you, minus the obvious things like crowds and pricing? She says, once again, woohoo, on making it to 20. Amber. So our favorite and most cherished memory from Disneyland. This was actually uh, not a hard one for me because I mean, I've got so many. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm actually going to probably, there's four, but, but they all are similar in what they deal with. And it's when we took our, our kids to Disneyland for the first time. Um, so each, each, each kid, so each that's kid, why you've yeah. got four. That's why I've got four. Cause I've got four okay. kids. So, and when we would take them, they were usually usually really little. Um, uh-huh. and what we would do is usually on our first, we would take them for the first day. Uh, cause we would go three or four or five, five days. Um, and, uh, we knew they, they wouldn't remember it. Um, so we just, it was mostly for us to remember, we got pictures and everything, but we would take them for one day and then I would run them back to my mom and dad's house, which they were there about 45 minutes to an hour away from Disneyland. And then I would leave them there for the rest of the days. And then we, I would go back to Disneyland, but the, the first trip with them was, was all, you know, it was our first trip. So it, it was always special. They got to go, you know, there wasn't a lot of rides they can go on, but, uh, they, uh, they did get to go on a lot of the like fantasy land rides. And then one specific memory with my daughter, Kaylee, 
we, we actually didn't take her. I don't think the first day or two, I went back and picked her up and then brought her back. But I left like six o'clock at night, drove out to pick her up and I didn't want to miss the fireworks show. Um, mm-hmm. and we rushed back to Disneyland. We, I got parked at the hotel, me and her, or I carried her over, uh, and then we got her into the park, got her to the hub right as the fireworks started. And I mean, her face was just like, she was, wow, you know, crazy with the fireworks. So I remember uh, that actually. Yeah. Yeah. We were sitting, uh, on the Tomorrowland side of the hub. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the road. So, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, we just barely made it back, but yeah, you got there like right in time. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my probably cherished memory. I mean, I've, I've got probably, I've got tons of them, you know, obviously there's the first time I went with my wife. There's the first maybe time that I went as a kid, but I don't really remember that one. Uh, my, my mom said I was like three, so it would have been like 1977. Um, so, uh, that would, that would probably be the cherished memories would be, would be that one. So, uh, what about you? Well, the time you got to go with me. Well, there's yeah. obviously there's been more than one of those, so it'd <laughs> right, be hard right. to narrow down which one. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I've had two that I've kind of gone back and forth um, on, but I but I think I'll, I'll pick this one here. I believe it was for my eleventh birthday. I think it was my 11th birthday. So we're looking 2008? Eight. Eight. Yeah, 2008. Okay. Yep. And I was really wanting to go to Disneyland that summer. And I kept asking my mom and she's like, no, I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to make it work this year. I don't, I don't think we'll be able to go. And then I got to open this birthday gift a few days early which was a surprise to begin with. And so I was really intrigued at that point. And it, this was back when, and then, and so I opened this gift and this was back when Disneyland, when you kind of booked a trip to Disneyland, they would mail you this big old freaking packet of information and your tickets and stuff inside. And you just had all this information all your, your hotel reservation and your tickets and park maps and just all kinds of stuff. And so I opened it up and it was just all this information for our, this Disneyland trip. And my mom surprised me with this Disneyland trip for my birthday that year. And the whole family ended up going for the most part. And we stayed at the Paradise Pier Hotel. And that was the first time that I had ever stayed on property at one of the three Disney hotels there in Disneyland. We stayed at the Paradise Pier Hotel and just that whole trip was just a lot of fun to me. I really enjoyed staying on property because that was something I'd always wanted to do because I felt like a big wig, you know, <laughs> staying on, on property like all the, the rich and the famous people do. And our, our hotel window looked out over the pool and there was this cool lighting effect where they made it look like like at night when there's no one in the pool, they shine like there's this light either in the bottom of the pool or they shine this light on the pool. And I don't know, made it look like Mickey or something was jumping in the pool or there's like a, like a surfboard on this, 
on the side of the hotel and they make it look like with the lighting, right? They make it look like Goofy's on the surfboard or something. And I just, I just thought the whole thing was cool. Like on the day of my birthday, my mom had ordered this little room service gift package thing for my birthday. And it had, I don't know, little, little treats on it or whatever. And it came with a, with a lanyard and a set of like birthday pins and things like that. And that year we also went to uh ride makers that they used to have in, in downtown Disney. Um, kind of on the opposite end of the building that Build-A-Bear was on. And so basically it was like the Build-A-Bear for guys where you get to go in and you got to build an RC car. And like the all of us guys from the family, we went in there and we all got to build these little remote control cars and we got to pick the body style and, you know, the wheels and the rims and, you know, spoilers and, you know, exhaust pipes and just all these different little accessories and stuff and you actually got to build it you got to put it together and then we took it to back to the hotel later that day and the hotel on the on the in the same level where the rooftop pool was there was just big old pavilion out there and we all raced our rc cars out there in that pavilion and that was just that was a lot of fun that's probably been one of the every trip to Disneyland is a lot of fun but i just i always remember that trip and just remember how much fun i had on that trip so was was that the one where I was there? You you were there. Yeah. Yep. So are you sure that was 2008? I I mean I I could be wrong on what birthday it was, but I thought it was my 11th birthday. Okay. Uh, could have been 12th. Could because I have pictures of us all standing with our cars and I could have sworn it was the year we came back from England, but I could be wrong. Maybe we No, it it would have had to have been 2010. Cause I think that's when we came back from England. Maybe now. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to find the picture. Huh. Yeah. Cause you, either way you were, you were, you were telling tell the story and I was like, hold on. I was there. Yeah, Cause uh, I guess I was older than eight then. Wouldn't I have been? Yeah. You would well, no, not yeah, eight. Yeah. Where did I get eight from? 2008. Uh, it would have been 11. 11. Yeah. If it was uh, 10, you would have been 13. Yeah. I'll, I'll find, I'll find the picture. You could be, you could be right. Cause it, if I was 13 though, we it was when we were still living when I was still living in Vegas though. Okay. Cuz if I was 13, I would have been in Texas. Texas. Okay. Uh, I'll have to find the But picture. you but were yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I was there cuz I I know the picture. It's got me. It's got you. It's got James. It's got um Jordan, my son. It's got Calvin, my other son. And then I think Tyler, Tyler would have been there too. Tyler was there. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe I'm combining two different trips. Maybe because there was a time that we went to the paradise pier hotel for my birthday. Okay. Um, and Jim and Dallin, his son were also there staying at the paradise hotel with us. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you're combining two trips. Right. Yeah. And then maybe when you guys came back from England and we went, did we all stay at that hotel again that the, year? The first, we must have. When we got back the first time, we stayed at that hotel. And then that's when we bought our annual passes because we knew we were coming back two more times in that year. So mm -hmm. we bought it. We, we and at that passes. point, in that year, going three times in a year paid for it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, 
I think going twice, I think paid for mine. So, but yeah, yeah. So that was, I must be, I must have combined those two trips then. Well, they were both special. They were both at Paradise Pier. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. Cool. And then what about the second part? Uh, anything with Disney that irritates you? Oh, Hmm. I've got a few. Uh, I don't yeah, know. like what? I don't know if they're either irritating or pet peeves. Um, let's see. Her question was specifically even Disney. So I'm going with anything Disney uh, or anything about the theme parks that irritates you. Um, there's, I, she said besides the price and the crowd. So those used to be my biggest complaints. Um, but even the crowds wasn't that big of a deal to me. It, it's it's a strange thing because I can, I don't like crowds. I hate crowds. Uh, I don't like crowded freeways. I, yeah, I, it's just I don't <laughs> like crowded stores. I hate going to Walmart on Saturday. Uh, but when I'm at Disneyland, crowds don't bother me at all, really. Um, and when I'm driving, like driving around here in Cheyenne, there's not a lot of traffic. But you know, around five thirty, six o'clock, the streets are crowded. I get so irritated i get road rage <laughs> but i go drive in california on the freeways and i'm just fine uh, yeah because i was gonna say i've never noticed you have any issues when we've been down there no no i i, I don't know if it's because i because i grew up there and i kind of accept it that hey it's just gonna that's just how it is i'm doing i'm doing 20 bumper to bumper traffic when i could be doing 65 and I, you know it's just it doesn't bother me at all um but with disney let's see disney theme parks that's a that's a hard one to answer. I guess it would be I'll go with and it's not Disney security. It's not them that I don't like. It's uh people who take long in the line. Like mm. you're standing in line and you know you have to go through security, right? You know you have to have certain things open and uh you know, things out of your pocket and then people get up there with a backpack that has 28 zippers and they have to take the time to open them all. Uh, so not, not Disney security fault, just people that I guess aren't prepared. Um, I guess that would be one. And then getting hit with strollers. I, I hated that. Um, especially in like the back of the foot. Cause there's so many strollers. Has that uh, happened to you? Oh, I don't know if I've ever been rammed yeah, with. A yeah. Stroller. I've been, I've been rammed with stroller numerous times. Well, people and, just must not like you. Yeah, I guess not. And then I used to hate the area in Adventureland and then in Tomorrowland when the, the strollers would be all in the middle. Right. There's nowhere to walk. Um, well, they've they, they they started to change that. Yeah, yeah. And that's great. That's great because uh, I, I don't know. I guess I can rant on strollers <laughs> for a while. Uh, <laughs> and then I see a lot of people. People who, still bring in wagons. I yeah, see it on Facebook that somehow it? they're getting past security. They must fit inside of that that little. Don't they have like a like a taped off area where you're supposed to pull your stroller in or wagon see if it fits? Yeah, but what didn't they ban wagons? Yeah, just in general, doesn't matter I, if it fits inside the square or not. If it's a I, wagon, it's not allowed. That's what I thought. I, that's what I thought. And there was strollers. I don't know. Not to go. I mean your kid should get to a certain age and he shouldn't, he or she should not meet a stroller. Uh, you know, when your kid's you know, 102 months old, I don't think he needs a stroller <laughs> anymore. 
So, but he gets tired. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I guess it'd be it'd be just not being prepared going in. Um, and I don't know, maybe they've never been there before, but uh, I don't know, just not being prepared, I guess. Besides the pricing, I wish it'd be a little cheaper, but that's okay. You know, it's getting a little pricey. I don't, I don't mind paying what I have to pay because I, I actually get a pretty good discount with the military tickets. So, I guess I better enlist. <laughs> you should. <laughs> All right. So, what's your what? What would Disney theme parks irritate you? Oh, I mean, I hate to say it because I've said it before, but the, there should really be like a lap bar or something on Splash Mountain. <laughs> I was trying to think of what you were saying. I I totally forgot about that one. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. It irritates me that they're not more concerned for people's safety. They're not concerned for your safety. <laughs> right. They're just going to throw people off a five-story building with with no harness whatsoever. You're just sitting in there. You could stand up going down the hill, and you could fall out, and you could die. And yeah, what are they going to do? How many, how many times have you ridden Splash Mountain? Yeah. Guess. 20, 30, 50, not 50, did, definitely not 50. At the end of the ride, did you die? Can't, no, because I'm <laughs> smart enough to hold on for dear life. So I don't fly out of the log. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I just, it just amazes me with, there's a lap bar on the fantasy land rides that go five miles an hour and stay flat level the entire time. Because yeah, if they didn't have that lap bar, you know, jokers would be getting out and walking around Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, right. That, but so. and they're not concerned for people trying to stand going down the hill on Splash Mountain. I've never seen somebody try to do that. That'd be crazy. Well, I'm just saying it could happen. Yeah. You know, and it's just like it could happen. I can't, I can't wait to go to Disneyland with you next time. We're going on Splash Mountain. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up the lap bar to, to the cast members. Hey, my, my, somebody has my, had to have thought about this. My friend here thinks you guys should have I'm, a lap bar. I'm going to town hall the next time I go, and I am putting in an official complaint. Uh, <laughs> all right. If, if you're going to put a lap bar on Snow White, Mr. Toad, Pinocchio, I can understand Peter Pan because you're suspended in the air. That makes sense. They don't want people falling 15 feet. Right. right? But yet let's throw them off a five story building with no, no, no harness, no seatbelt. A seatbelt would even be somewhat acceptable. That's but, awesome. but there's nothing. Uh, all right. And it just, it bewilders me. All right, so th that's your that's your answer. <laughs> yeah, and they they need to do something with Tomorrowland. That that too. okay? Yeah, that's that's a fair. That, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, yeah, it needs to be it needs to be updated, refreshed. It does. So, all right. So when it seems like there's a trend going around because they have like this Discovery Land in Disneyland Paris instead of a Tomorrowland, right? And then in Epcot, they're changing their future world. And part of what is currently future world is going to turn into like a discovery world. I almost think that they need to change the name of Tomorrowland and Disneyland to Discoveryland or something. 
discovery, something, you know, something that still can, you know, scientific can be involved, but then yeah. they're not, they're not constantly trying to, you know, stay ahead of the future. Cause I mean, that was something that's been a problem with Tomorrowland from the beginning is just as soon as they put something in there, that's futuristic in five years, it's no longer futuristic. Right. You know, so I think they need to do themselves the favor and stop trying to chase tomorrow and just make it, you know, sciencey, sci-fi, you know, that way, whatever they want to do with it within the sci-fi realm of thinking, it, it'll be, you know, acceptable. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Of course it's good. I yeah. said it. So, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> thank you, Amber, for the, uh, for the email. Uh, and we'll go on to our next email. And this email comes from Brianna. It says, Hey, Cody and Jason. You see, she knows who comes first. In there this you book. go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she only did that cause it's alphabetical. So <laughs> either way, <laughs> uh, she says, <laughs> what are, it. what are your guys' favorite Disney animated live action and Pixar movies? She even shared her. She says, mine are animated. Peter Pan and Frozen, live action, Christopher Robin and the Beauty and the Beast, and Pixar, Monsters, Inc., Inside Out, and Toy Story. She says, I can't pick just one. Then she says, would you rather never be able to visit Disney World or never be able to visit Disneyland, watch only Disney movies for the rest of your life, or listen to only Disney music for the rest of your life, visit Wonderland or visit Neverland, or try Tiana's beignets or try Remy's ratatouille. She says, don't feel like you have to answer all of these, even though we will. And we will. you all are awesome. So if you, you want to, you want to tackle the first one, what, what's a favorite Disney animated live action and Pixar? I'm going to have you go first on this one. All right. Disney animated. I'm going to have to go with, I think I've probably mentioned it here. We've episode 20. I may, I may have mentioned it 20 times. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> Pinocchio is my favorite animated movie. Um, my live action. That one's a little tougher. Cause, uh, the love bug. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be up there. Uh, but, but I'm thinking of live action. I really, I, some of my favorite live action was like pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I went it's a that very way. Very good movie. Uh, I could include Mary Poppins just because it's such a classic. Uh, but I'll I'll go with the the just the whole Pirates uh, series. Yeah, and then my Pixar movie is Toy Story, uh, the the very first one that came out. So hmm. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So I'll let you answer that, and then we'll go on to the second part of the question. Oh gosh, my favorite animated Disney movie. That one's hard. They're all hard. Um, mine changes all the time. <laughs> like I said earlier, I have a very hard time, you know, giving loyalty to like a number one. I, I appreciate all of them for what they are for the most part. And so I, I have like a bunch, like 10 that are tied for first place. Gotcha. Um, But if I had to pick one just for the sake of picking one at this point, moment I would probably have to go with the Lion King. All right. For my animated. That's good. I'm a, yeah. I, I like that one a lot. It's a classic. The music in it is great. 
It's just very well done. So for live action, um, I really like that Brianna here said Christopher Robin because I think that's a fantastic movie. Um, but for my pick, I mine's a kind of a toss up between Mary Poppins and, and Saving Mr. Banks. Um, I, I said like 20 minutes ago that 15 minutes ago that my like favorite Disney movie Saving Mr. Banks, but it right. goes back and forth between the two. And, I, you know, usually if I'm watching one, I'll watch the other kind of in the same sitting. I do a lot of nothing, as you can tell. So, um, but I think, yeah, it's a toss up. I'm going to, I'm going to throw them both out there. Saving Mr. Banks and Mary Poppins are going to be my, my number one there for live action. And then, uh, again, for Pixar, I have like two that are like kind of tied for first in my book. And those two are cars too, right? Oh, cars too. What yeah. cars too? Did they make, did they make a cars too? Yeah. I thought I, heard I, I believe that. it. I believe it was kind of like the, um, did they just go from one to three? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the iPhone nine. They just went from eight to 10, you know, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, something like that. There you go. Um, <laughs> Uh, Cars 2 doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> I would go with Finding Nemo and Toy Story 2. Okay. Th- those are my my tied for number one. All right. All right, so would you rather never be able to visit Disney World or never be able to visit Disneyland? In its current state, as things stand right now at both parks, I would rather never be able to visit Disneyland as much as I love Disneyland and it's, it's my home park and it's where, you know, majority of my memories are. Um, and it's, you know, it's the original park, it's Walt's park. All of that being said, I feel in my opinion that Disney world just has more offerings, more experiences. And I would rather be able to partake of the more offerings and the different type of experiences that Walt Disney world offers than, than Disneyland has. Well, I'm going with the opposite. Yeah, I know. I know you are because (laughs) you're you're a loyalist through and through. I I am a loyal, but I've never been to Disney world and and that's part of it. I do hope to go someday, but if I, if I had to choose today, I've never been there, so I'm not missing out on anything. So I would choose never to be able to visit Disney world. (laughs) So that was an easy one for me. Um, watch only Disney movies for the rest of your life or listen to only Disney music for the rest of your life. Now you said you had yeah. a good answer. For and this. I, I don't know if this is kind of cheating, but I'm going to choose watch only Disney movies for the rest of my life. Cause if I'm watching, oh, because the movies have, have the, music. the music in them. So you slide. I on. don't have to choose one. Uh, I would choose the Disney movies cause I will get to listen to the Disney music ultimately. So, um, but uh, yeah, I would choose, even if it was, you know, if they, well, what if they cut the mu- the music out? I would still choose the Disney movies over the music. Okay. I see what you did there. Yeah. I don't know if I like it, but I see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go the opposite on that one. I would rather only be able to listen to Disney music because I, movies are kind of my thing and I like movies across the board. And there are a lot of really good movies out there that are not made by Disney or owned by Disney at this at this moment. 
and not, not yet, not yet, exactly. Um, and I am I like to appreciate any movie that I can watch, unless it's just a bad movie. But I like to watch a lot of different kinds of movies. And as much as I like different kinds of music, I I could survive only listening to to Disney music. But I would like to watch other movies than just Disney movies. Okay. What about, would you rather visit Wonderland or Neverland? Mm, I would have to pick Neverland. I always had more of a desire to go there when I was a kid, when I was watching these movies. Neverland just seemed like a cool place. I could hang out with Peter Pan. There you go. You'd be one of the Lost Boys. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I would choose Neverland also. And what about Tiana's beignets or Remy's ratatouille? I've never had a beignet. And I've never uh, had I've, ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I haven't had ratatouille either. So, um, But I've never even had one of the beignets from the parks. Oh, but man. I would have to choose the beignets just because I know what ratatouille is. And it's just a, it's just a bunch of vegetables. And yeah. I can live without that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would, I would do the beignet. So, uh, so we, we, we got all your, you says, don't feel like you have to answer all of these. And we got them all, Brianna. So, uh, thank you for the email. Yes. Thank you, Brianna. All right. Moving on to our next email. This comes from rush and it says, Hey, I haven't listened to all the episodes. Well, you better start getting busy there. Uh, just so, call him out like that. So maybe some of these are answered. Well, he called himself out, but he says, I've heard a myth about the castle. I'm not sure if it's true because I haven't heard anyone talk about it. Maybe you guys can find out. But my dad told me one of the gold spires on the castle is not painted, representing that Disneyland will never be finished. Is that true? Another myth I've been shown a YouTube video about the ghost of Disneyland, where it's a surveillance video capturing a silhouette walking from the Haunted Mansion through New Orleans Square and then across the water. Again, not sure if it's real or not, or the story behind it might be something fun to research. A question I have for you is what specifically made you fall in love with Disney slash Disneyland? Can you relate with one specific experience? And on the flip side, anything you hate about Disney or Disneyland? Also, you should give a shout out and maybe dedicate a whole episode to the movie Emperor's New Groove. Seriously, the best movie ever and the most underrated movie. They have so many one-liners that are hilarious. I've seen it a hundred times and I still catch new lines. I quote that movie multiple times every day. Uh, It would be interesting to know what the hottest spots are in Disneyland on a consistent basis, like what's the majority of people's favorite rides, places, and things to eat, things to do, etc. Thank you for the entertainment. All right, so we'll start at the top. Um, the myth about the castle. Uh, I know you were you were doing some research about that. So if you wanna if you wanna jump in on that one. Okay, so yeah, there was a quote from from Walt Disney where he said that. I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but you know something along the lines where, you know, Disneyland will never be completed as long as there is imagination left in the world. So basically that just means that Disneyland is just kind of a never ending project that Disneyland will always continue to grow and continue to change and bring new ideas uh, into the park. As long as there are people around that still, you know, are inspired to do so. And for a time 
there was uh, a spire on the castle that looked different than the other spires on the castle. Um, there's an excerpt here from a book called 101 Things You Never Knew About Disneyland, um, and that's by Kevin Yee and Jason Schultz. And it says, um, when the castle was redesigned in the 1990s, the spire atop the chapel was covered with a patina bronze and gold decoration rather than gilded by gold leaf like the others. The idea was to make it stand out just because it looked good, but designers later admitted the different design simply makes it look like it had been forgotten. So it, there, there's not a ton of information about originally if the castle had been you know, one of the spires on top of the castle had been unfinished to represent or kind of have a physical manifestation of Walt's quote that Disneyland will never be completed. Um, from what I understand and from the things that I've found and is there's always just been a spire that has looked different than the other spires and people have just kind of coined Walt's quote with the spire that looks different and it just said oh and i think people just kind of started to run with it and saying oh they didn't finish this one spire because walt said the park will never be complete i don't nothing out there i've ever found um in documentaries or books or anything has has ever mentioned that one of the spires being different was done on purpose um in order to fit around walt's quote so uh, I know that that is a popular thing that is, is said and is, is very widespread um, out there. Um, but I don't know. There's not a ton of information about it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find much about it. I know um, I've seen a couple mention that on the, uh, was it the walk with Walt tour that right. the, uh, the tour guides mentioned that, but. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's true and I didn't find a lot of information about it. So, well, and, and like I was telling you earlier, I've been on that walking and Walt footsteps tour and, and so has rush, um, that's writing this email into us. And I don't remember them saying anything specific about this particular topic in the, in the tour. Now I do remember that our tour guide wasn't, he, he was like brand new and he was kind of struggling and he wasn't all that great to begin with. Um, that's, that's what I remember from, from the <laughs> tour guide specifically is that he just really wasn't all that good. Yeah. Um, which he, he was still learning and you know, that, that is what it is. But yeah, I don't remember them saying anything specifically about it. I could be wrong. Somebody out there may have, gone on the tour more recently and may know if that's something that they say on there and if there's any context around um, that comment. But, but yeah, I don't remember specifically. All right. So what about this ghost at Haunted Mansion? Okay. So here's the thing. I've seen the video. I've seen um, the video. It was kind of circling around. I don't remember when it originally started. It's a couple of years ago, maybe two, three years ago. Uh, it could be longer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember when I saw it. I think I saw it a while. I mean, it was a while ago. Yeah, and it circled for a while, and people were trying to figure out what it was. And 
from what I understand, and I believe, and I couldn't tell you who, but from what I remember, there was someone from Disney, and I don't even know if they really said who it was, but someone from Disney supposedly came out and said that what's being seen in that video is just a trick of the light in camera angles. Um, and it was just a custodial cast member uh, walking around one night after the park closed. So according to Disney, at least from what I remember, they've kind of debunked it as that and has, you know, their claim is that it's not a real ghost. Now, whether that's the truth is another story. I mean, it, it looking at the video, it, it's hard to tell. It could be it could be a trick of the light and, and camera angles, you know, and glares and things like that. Or I don't know if it could be a ghost. I, I don't know. Um, but as far as I believe what Disney has said about it is they've debunked it. They say it's not a ghost. Yeah, that's what I that's what I heard, too. It'd be cool if it was. But um, I mean, I know that several people have unfortunately put their loved ones remains inside of the haunted mansion. Yeah. You're not, which is no, it's not okay. That's, (laughs) that's a hazmat situation. Right. Um, but, and then it's unfortunate for, um, those family members and even that person that has passed because all Disneyland does at that point is they come and sweep it up or vacuum, vacuum it up. However, the proper way is to clean and dispose of, cremated remains and then they just throw it away right you know so that person ends up going to the dump to the garbage Um, yeah to the dump yeah so so who knows there could be some suspicious activity in the haunted mansion um that might be an interesting thing to ask a cast member the next time that you're there if they've ever seen or heard or witnessed anything peculiar at the haunted mansion yeah, especially the guys that all the crew that clean up at night and do all that stuff at night. So Right. All right, so next he says, uh, what specifically made you fall in love with Disney or Disneyland? Can you relate one specific experience? You want to take this one first? Yeah, yeah, I think mine is just uh just far as Disneyland. I've been going ever since I was a kid. Um lived fairly close uh, to it during my childhood. If you know where Anaheim, California is, I lived all over Southern California, places like Pomona, Rialto, San Bernardino, uh, Ontario. Um, so I was never that far from it. And because of that, we, we would go, you know, uh, in the summer, we, I, if I remember right, we would, we would at least go one time. Sometimes I'd get there more often. Um, uh, but, and it was just, uh, it was just a special place to be. And then as I got older, you know, you, you, you get to take your kids, you get to go with your family and it's a place that just, we're your no, favorite nephew, your, your favorite nephew. Hey, what's up, Tyler? Uh, no, <laughs> no, just kidding. Wow. wow. He's not your favorite. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, you, <laughs> he needs to listen, but, uh, <laughs> but it's just, especially as an adult, as a kid, you really have no worries, but as an adult, you know, you have, you have, you have stress, you have bills to pay, you got mortgages and car payments. But when you go into Disneyland, you, you go through the ticket or the, the, the entrance, and then you go under the railroad. Um, 
and you come out the other side, it's like you can forget about everything that life is thrown at you for those 12 to 15 hours or how, however long you happen to be in there. Um, because you can't really see the outside world. The outside world for me at that point doesn't exist. It's, it's just all about being inside Disneyland. And, um, so that would be my, not really a specific experience, just an overall that you can kind of forget about, uh, your, you know, your daily stress and your, you know, what, when, when I'm in there, I'm not, I'm not worried about anything. So, so that would be mine. Hopefully Here you leave just, today yeah, and enter a world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. There you go. So hopefully mine wasn't too sappy. but I mean, I shed a little tear, but you, it was yeah, just a little one. I, I figured. I figured. What about I, you? I kind of told him to go go away. <laughs> um, I would say, I mean, I'm kind of similar. I mean, I didn't live in Southern California, but when I was younger, I went, I don't know, often enough, you know, every year, every other year, you know, I went several times growing up as a kid and it it was always fun for me. It was always special to me. I I really enjoy spending time with my family and being able to be there with my family. That's a, it's a really nice experience for me. And I, I just, that's something that I personally put a lot of value in. Um, but I would say that I really started to kind of fall in love with, with Disneyland and the history of Disneyland and the history of Walt Disney and the Walt Disney company and just kind of everything that's kind of made Disneyland what it is and the people behind it. That for me really started um, my senior year of high school. Excuse me. Um, I was, I don't know. I went through a bunch of crap um, before senior year of high school and then senior year of high school, I was kind of, kind of a loner. I was, you know, kind of made myself an outcast and didn't talk to a lot of people. And I, I eventually made friends later on in the year, but I kind of spent a lot of time alone and I had some free periods and stuff and was able to spend time on, on YouTube, um, in some of those free periods and started looking up stuff about Disneyland on YouTube. And just, you know, at first it started on just like little, you know, documentaries that, you know, Disney has made about uh, Disneyland, kind of like uncovered Disneyland or behind the scenes Disneyland, you know, just different type of things like that. And those really interested me. And then I started to kind of delve a little bit deeper into it. And I started to find these uh, Disneyland specific YouTubers and they would talk about secrets and history and weird things that you can find around the park that are just kind of odd or don't really make sense. Like, why is this here? You, you know, and just all of these just like little secrets and hidden things and history of different things. And I just, I delved like deep into the YouTube rabbit hole of of Disneyland videos and it just kind of opened my eyes to everything that went into creating Disneyland, all the small details, the hidden details. And it just, I, I would attribute my, my passion for Disney really to, uh, these Disney YouTubers that I just sat and watched for almost a whole year before going back to Disneyland again, after several years, 
And then when I went back um, that year, it was just, you know, I was like seeing it with brand new eyes and just, it was just, it was a really neat experience. And so ever since then, I've just really been um, attached and uh, interested in the history and all of that going into Disneyland. All right. So it wasn't your favorite uncle, huh? You know, I mean, I, I miss James. I miss working for James, but I'm kind of sad I don't get to talk to him as much anymore, but uh, it fair, is what it is. Uh, I, I deserve that one. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I know I, I being uh, over when we were living overseas in the military for the first time, we actually came back a couple of times and I got to go, but there was a stretch of four years where I didn't get to go at all. So. Uh, and that was probably around the same time you were in high school and watching those. No, no, you would have been a little younger, 2006 to 2010. You'd have been a little younger, but oh yeah, uh, I, I watched a lot of videos, uh, YouTube stuff. Just uh, hey, I want to go on Thunder Mountain right now, so let me pull up a Thunder Mountain point of view video and go on it. Uh, and then I did get to go to uh, Disneyland Paris when I was over there too, so that kind of quenched my thirst a little, but. Yeah, I no, know. I'm still I jealous know. of that. Yeah, uh, you got Disney World. I got Disneyland Paris. True. And, and you got you got Tokyo too, right? Yeah. So. I mean, I'm I'm pretty awesome. You're yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next part of this, uh, we'll give a shout out to uh, the Emperor's New Groove. Uh, I, I I would kind of agree. It's 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 an underrated movie. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while, but it was one of those ones that came out when my first kid was really young and. Uh, we had the VHS at VHS tape and, uh, uh, he watched it quite a bit. So there was, there was a time where I could probably quote most of the, most of the lines in that movie too. But, uh, and maybe, maybe soon we'll, we can, we, we can dedicate an episode to maybe the emperor's new groove or something to the emperor's new groove. Um, I haven't seen it a hundred times like rush has, but. I know I've seen it a lot. So, I mean, when, when he says it's his favorite movie, he's not, he's not joking. Exaggerating. <laughs> no. And then, uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I skipped the part. And on the flip side, anything you hate about Disneyland, which I think we kind of covered in, uh, I think it was Amber's email, uh, strollers and no lap bars. So, uh, if yep. we can get rid of the strollers and add some lap bars, we'd be happy. Um, yep. Now, I guess I don't want to say get rid of the strollers because we used them when when our kids went. But when our kids were able to walk, they were, you know, I guess we didn't use the stroller as much. Maybe I can remember a few times having to – because we used to get tired of lugging that big stroller around. So a couple times we actually just rented one from Disneyland. But then we had to turn it in before we left and then still walk back to the hotel. And mm -hmm. at 12, 30, one o'clock at night, carrying a kid that is sleeping, you know, that distance. Yeah. And then, then you just pawn them off on me and say, that here, carry this yeah. kid. Yeah, that's true. I, I did. I did do that. So, <laughs> all right. So, and then it says, um, it would be interesting to know what the hottest spots are in Disneyland on a consistent basis, uh, with the majority of people's favorite rides, places and things to eat, et cetera. I mean, I've got my opinions on. Uh, we'll go with like favorite rides. Uh, you got rides like, like in, uh, Fantasyland. Peter Pan always has long wait times. 
Um, you got, uh, I mean, the and I have a question for you though. Do you, do you have an opinion on why that ride specifically nostalgia is so popular? Peter Pan. No. Is it, is it because it's Peter Pan is, is it has something to do with that movie? And so that's why people like the ride. Is it, is it because you're suspended? I, what is it about that ride that I can, people go crazy for? I can only answer for myself. It's just nostalgia. Uh, it's Peter Pan classic movie. You are, it is cool that you're suspended above all that. You know, you fly over to London, et cetera. Um, that's my guess. It's, and you ask people, it, it, probably if you ask people in line, they, they were like, I don't know why it's just is, I don't, I would say nostalgia. Right. Um, that, that would be my answer. That's, that's why I like it. It's one of my favorite rides. So does, does Snow White not have the same nostalgia? Not to me. When it's even older and the one that started it all? Yeah, not not to me. Uh, and it could be the way, you know, it's suspended. Uh, you know, when that when that ride came out, that was probably a cool thing to be above everything because it, it's like you're flying. Um, right. So, but yeah, definitely that's, that, that's one of the, 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 uh, well attended rides, I guess you want to say, uh, you can throw in, um, haunted mansion, pirates of Caribbean, splash mountain, you know, all the, all the big ones are going to be, are going to be some of the, yeah, your, your e-tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And now you can add, uh, you know, what's, what's the ride in star Wars galaxy edge. Oh, millennium Falcon yeah, smugglers I, run. I just looked up on the Disney, uh, app and that one has a 55 minute wait right now. So. And that's at nine o'clock on a Thursday night in Anaheim. So uh, some of the other ones like Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion, uh, Space Mountain is usually pretty well, mm-hmm. uh, a pretty long wait. Uh, yep. I mean, some of that Matterhorn, some of the, uh, uh, it's a small world. Some, some don't like that ride. Some don't like that song, but it's a classic ride. That, But sometimes that line gets pretty long. It does. It does. Um, then you got. I think a lot of people in the summer like it because it's almost 15 minutes of air conditioned. Relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got Indiana Jones, uh, the Jungle Cruise. So um, I think those are some of the favorite. And everybody's going to have their favorites. Uh, places and things to eat. I can think of a couple restaurants, the Blue Bayou, um, would, would definitely be on that list. Um, one of the one of my favorite places to eat, which is the uh, Plaza Inn. Um, what else? What other some of the restaurants? Carnation Cafe is Carnation pretty popular. Cafe, yeah. Um, Golden Horseshoe. Golden Horseshoe. One that I recently that I hadn't been to. Uh, I think we just went the first time a couple years years ago. Was the French Market Restaurant. Oh, I went there for the first time. It's been a few years now. I've only been in there once, actually, but it was uh, probably my second trip back after graduating high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I went in there. That's one of my that's one of my new favorite places to go. Um, yeah, for some reason, it's just never one of the places that comes to mind when we're all standing around wondering what to eat. Right, right. Uh, what's it called? The um, I just went blank. Uh, Hungry Bear. Uh, I like mm. I like I like that place. Um, I I really like it now with that new seating area that they have. 
that's re a really nice area back yeah. there in that corner now. Yeah, but if I had to choose one place to go, I, mine would probably be the Plaza Inn just for the fried chicken. So, oh, I, if if I could only go to one place to eat while I was there, I'd be going to the Blue Bayou every yeah, time. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to always eat uh, in Tomorrowland because it was just quick and easy. And um, but as I got older, I got to expand. So. Um, I think that was it. Things to eat, things to do. Um, I don't know things to do at Disneyland. You go on rides and you eat, uh, one of my favorite things to do that doesn't involve, uh, one of those. And it, as a kid, I would have hated it. Uh, but just go park your butt on a bench and just sit there and watch people. Uh, yeah, that's, that's something I've grown to appreciate, especially yeah. at Disneyland. Yeah. I can, I can sit all day. I mean, not all day, maybe, but, uh, for, for a while, yeah, for a while and just sit there and just enjoy, especially if you get a, a something to drink and something to eat right. while you're sitting there on that bench, right. Enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy the pe people watch. Uh, you'll see all kinds of people. I mean, you'll see, you'll see the people rushing to rides. You'll see people arguing, fighting. <laughs> so yeah, uh, sometimes when in the morning, um, when you're going down main street, um, I think it's on the right hand side when you're entering the park and you're going down main street towards the hub and the castle, the, you know, the facade of some of those buildings there, there's this one where there's like this little porch mm -hmm. and there's like some rocking chairs yeah. on the porch. Yeah. And I'll see, you know, some, some older people sitting in those rocking chairs, just watching people and I'll walk past them and be like, man, I kind of want to be that guy. Right. You right. know, he looks like he is enjoying himself sitting in that chair. Yeah, we've got a watching everyone. We've got a few family pictures of us sitting at that uh at that bench area. And I'm pretty sure a little a little Disney history for you. What that store used to be when it first opened. Uh Disney had a like a lingerie shop, like bra shop, and that's where that was. Was Wasn't that the uh the Wizard of Bras? Wonderful Wizard of Bras. Yeah. My so. man, the Wizard of Bras. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's a that's a nice place to sit. Some of the other things I like doing at see Disney, I, uh, taking pictures is one of my favorite things to do. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I've taken. I like to try to find interesting things to take pictures of that I haven't taken a picture of before. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I always got to take a picture of Walter Mickey, the partner statue. Right. Uh, but besides that, yeah, it's, it's nice to find or different, just different angles of things, different angles. Yeah. yeah. Going over to, uh, DCA. One of my favorite pictures to always take is across where they do world of color, where you can see now in credit coaster and, uh, the Pixar pal around and Ferris wheel. And just, especially at night, if you can get the reflection coming off the water, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's a picture nice. that I always have to take over there. So Something I've always wanted to do of is I've always wanted to be at Cars Land around dusk. Oh, right when the where lights. Where they turn on all the neon and they yeah. play the song from the movie when yeah. they're turning on all the neon. We were. But I'm always either there before they do that or after they do that. After, I, and I'm never there when they're doing right. it. Right. We've been there once, I think. I want to say it was the time me and my wife went just on our own for our anniversary. I think we were happy to be there when they flipped the lights on, which was cool. So, so that's, that's some, that's my opinion on the favorite rides, places to eat. Uh, 
the things to do. Um, yeah, I think a lot of it's just very opinionated. Right. Everyone, everyone likes their, their different things. And yeah, you know, like I, I'd be fine never stepping foot inside of Buzz Lightyear again in my entire life. <laughs> uh, but there's some people that love it, right. you know? So, yeah. So thank you rush for the email and we'll move on to our last one from Amy. And it says, Hey, a few questions for your show. So my favorite Disney movie is the Emperor's New Groove, which I think is one of the most underrated movies of all time. I, I could have swore I've, I've heard that recently. Uh, yeah. My question is, what do you think is the most underrated Disney or what do you think is the most underrated Disney movie and what movie or movies do you think are completely overrated? Uh, I think mine would be Frozen. Another question. What do you think are the best not as well known things to do? See places to eat in Disneyland. Everyone knows about the rides and some of the bigger places, foods to eat, such as the Dole Whip and the blue Bayou, but what things or places do you think are worth visiting or trying that not many people know about? Also, I think it'd be a fun idea to do a trivia show where you both get asked questions and see who knows the most about Disney. It's fun for the listeners uh, and to see if they know the answers and we all learn more Disney along the way. So we'll start at the top. Uh, most underrated Disney movie. That's, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. Uh, do you have an answer off the top of your head? I mean, again, I I think this one's also very opinionated. Everyone's going to have their own opinion on this. Um, just thinking kind of off the top of my head, uh, a movie that I really like that I honestly haven't seen in a really long time that doesn't, I don't think gets talked about very much uh brother bear mm, okay i really like brother bear that's a good one yeah is that the only one again you another another movie with phil collins doing the soundtrack there you go i've got a couple um mine would probably be atlantis the lost empire oh okay um, yeah um treasure planet and meet the Robinsons. Those are three. Okay. Those are three that popped in my head. Okay. Uh, out of those three, I think my favorite would be probably meet the Robinsons. Really? Oh yeah. 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 It's just huh. something about it. Uh, weren't we, we were driving, weren't we Saturday and we heard a song from meet the Robinsons or was that from another movie? Oh gosh. Um, I know we were talking about it at one point. Weren't we in the car coming back? Yeah. I don't remember what the song was, though. Uh, it was that one song <laughs> that they play near the end. Yeah. Uh, by that one group. I, yeah, that one song by that one group. Uh, Little Wonders, wasn't it? Little Wonders, yeah. yeah. Who sings that? Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's we, we, It came on my Pandora, so. That's a really good song. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what's what about your completely overrated movie? Oh gosh, with, I don't. Do you agree with Amy with Frozen, or do you have your? Here, I mean, here's my thing with Frozen because I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. So I'm just gonna say this about Frozen. I didn't see Frozen in theaters. I saw it after it came out on DVD. Was very surprised by it, and I was surprised by how much I liked it because I went into it ready to hate right. it. Right. Because by the time it had come out on DVD. 
everyone and their mother and their mother's dog was talking about this movie, right? And merchandise was everywhere and it was just, it was nuts. It was all anyone would talk about in the Disney community. Um, but I liked it. I think it's a good movie, but it was so overhyped and for the longest time, I mean, Disney rode that as and they milked it for everything that they could for years. And I mean, good on, on Disney on one hand, because man, if something works, roll with it. Right. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the Walt Disney company is a company and companies strive to make money at the end of the day and to make more money today than they did yesterday and this year than they did last year. That is, that is the goal of a company. And they, they made frozen. It worked. It produced a bunch of money. Kids loved it. And they rode that train hard. And so I, I just, it got so much hype that I think it just it went on for too long is that was my problem. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably say Frozen. Just I can't think of one that I think is overrated. Uh, and I don't know if I would say overrated, but maybe over, just oversaturated. Maybe. Uh, it yeah, was, it was Frozen. That's a really it good was word frozen, too. Frozen, 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 and like you, everywhere. I didn't. I didn't. I I wanted to go into it not liking it, but I actually didn't didn't think it was a bad movie. Uh, so, and I'll, and the songs are good too. Like the songs are catchy. Right you know, obviously let it go, you know, and it's, it's a very well-written song and it's performed well by Adina Menzel and just the other songs in the movie as well are very catchy. They're fun to sing along to. And, and everyone pretty much knows them because of how hyped the movie was for so long and how oversaturated all of its content was. Um, but I mean, I can't say it's a bad movie cause it's not, it, I, Personally, I think it's a great movie. I just don't think it needed to be um, hyped as much as it was for five years. Right. Right. You know. All right. What about the next? Uh, let's see. What do you think are the best not as well known things to do, see, or places to eat? What do you think about that? I was I was trying to rack my brain. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this counts or... Uh, if it's what she's looked like, okay, I'll go off the places. Where's it at? Places to not as well to do see places to eat. So there's a place and it's, I don't, I don't know if it falls into this category or not, but over by splash mountain, uh, do you know where the Harbor gallery is right next to, uh, yes. right next to where, um, the sailing ship parks, right? Yes. You can walk back there. There's a seating area. Uh, that's yeah, that, that I thought of this that's too. That's really yeah. quiet. And there, and then there's another walkway where you can walk and you can actually see the people from Splash Mountain after they go through the drop when they're coming around, uh, and they're heading back to go inside of the show building area. That's where they come down. Right. So, and, yeah. and, and I only recently discovered that in the last, uh, 10 years or nine, eight years or so, you know, I didn't know that was back there. Um, yeah, because it's kind of hidden. Well, it's definitely hidden on the Harbor galley side because you kind of have to walk through people sitting down eating right, right. to get back to it from that, from that way. But then there's, 
there's another entrance or exit of the path further down past Harbor Galley. And it's kind of by that. Uh, I think they've got like a fruit and drink stand right. there now. Right. That's where I usually come out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Another place I thought about when she said, uh, uh, to see or do over by the haunted mansion. Uh, there's that little fountain area with all the, I don't know. It's got planters and stuff, but that that's normally a, a pretty nice place to sit down right next to the haunted mansion between that and like the French market restaurant. Um, let's see places to do some of the, some of the rides. And I don't know if it's, I mean, it's a well-known ride because it's, you see it uh, when you come in the park, but the train uh, I like to get on the train and just go around the park. Just, it's kind of a, you know, a, you get a, you get a little bit of time to relax. The grand circle yeah, tour. Yeah, I take the grand cir- circle tour. Um, and let's see what else, some of the things that not a lot of people do like going on, um, on the Mark Twain or on the sailing ship Columbia, uh, when it's, when it's running, um, those are some of the things that aren't you know, as popular, I guess you would say, um, which would probably make a good show doing some of the, uh, some of the things that people don't normally do that are fun to do, but I don't know. What about you? Yeah. Did, did something come to mind? Um, I mean, as far as places to eat, I think most places are pretty well known because you, you know, there's not really any hidden places to eat. The only one that I would say might be hidden as in a sense as it's not quite in your face as the others. And you can very easily walk past it and not realize you're walking past it is it's, it's that little almost like to go counter um, next to Pirates of the Caribbean. You know what I'm talking about? Next to the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, yeah, on the right-hand side of Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, if you go on the right-hand side, you know, because you know, they split your queue into two, are, right? Are you talking about the Royal Street Veranda? Um, no. No, okay. I'm not. Okay. It's um, it's just like a little to-go counter right there. And if, and if you know, they can, people can get, like, uh, bread bowls right there. Oh, okay. Well, you, got um, to show me that you know, uh, I'm, I'm pulling up the Disneyland app right now to get the official name for it, but you know how they split Pirates of the Caribbean into two lines, basically yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. Um, and if you take the right hand side, okay. And as you go up, up the little ramp and you start to come back around towards the doors of the building, okay. right to the right there, like you're basically level with people ordering food right there at that little window. And you're sure, Do you know what I'm talking sure about? That's not the Royal street veranda. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm, I'm looking at the map and that's what I see there. Uh, dining. Hold on. Scrolling all over here. And it is the Royal Street Veranda. Okay, yeah, I've never, I've never got anything from there ever. Yeah, and and neither have I. But let's let's take a look. Okay, that's cool. Disneyland app shut down on me. You got the menu. I was gonna look at the menu, <laughs> and it said a big fat not today. 
They sell soup in a sourdough bread bowl. Uh, they have drinks. Okay. Um, they have some Halloween stuff going on right now. Um, Jack Skellington sippers, Pickwick, Pickwick Ghost Punch. So, so soup in a sourdough bread at bread bowl is, I think, the big the the entree there. So, and I think is uh, is gumbo one of the options too in a bread bowl? It doesn't say on this menu now. I don't know if they. Okay. I don't know if it comes back. Um, or not. I'm pretty sure you can get gumbo over at, uh, what's the one I'm thinking of? Harbor Galley? Maybe. Yeah. 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 No gumbo at that one though. So mm. yeah, I've never, I've never stood in line there and gotten anything. So yeah. So that, that would be my, my little pick there for, maybe underrated or things places to eat that people don't really stop by. Right. Right. Um, cause it, it is kind of hidden back there in that corner. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's just kind of like a window and they have some seats right there where you can sit down and eat what you get. But other than that, it's just, it's just the window right there. Yeah. 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 There's all kinds of, I mean, that should be one of our times we go to Disney. just do things that we've never done. I'm sure we can find yeah. something. Uh, I mean, we could go to the Anna and Elsa meet and greet. I've never I've done never that. I've never done that either. So, uh, <laughs> let's see. Like um, Carnation Cafe, that's probably one of the more popular ones, but I've only eaten there, I think, once. And I've only been there once, and it was probably when you went yeah, there because I was maybe, with you. Yeah. Uh, I do like going to Refreshment Corner. Um, what do you get at Refreshment Corner? What do I get at Refreshment I get me a hot dog. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then let's see what other place I really like. And these, I can't think of any that aren't well known because they you know, like the Bengal barbecue. I, I like the Bengal barbecue and see, and I've wanted to go there a million different times and I've never okay, done it. Okay. We'll have to do that next time. I want to try their jungle julep. Oh, I've never, I've never, their had little that. specialty drink there. I've never had that one, but it looks good. Yeah. So. All right, and she goes on to say about should we be a fun idea to do a trivia show? We can look into that. Uh, we'll have to figure out a way to have somebody come on maybe to ask us questions because if you if you email us questions, we could cheat and look them up if we didn't know them. But um, not that we would. Or maybe we can find some sort of online quiz where it won't reveal the That's answer. Right. Oh yeah, we until we until we pick one, right. and then you know we'll pick. If we don't have the same answer, then we'll just pick one of them and it'll tell right. us what, what which one is correct. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Or we could, I don't know, compile a, a bunch of different, you know, have people send something in or find a list somewhere online and, I don't know, have your daughter or something reading yeah. to us. Yeah, she could do that sitting right here. Yeah. So, so that's the emails we got. We really, really appreciate them. Uh, they had a lot of good questions on it. I had a lot of fun. Um, some of the things I think I had mentioned before, but like Pinocchio being my favorite movie, et cetera. Uh, but we appreciate the emails. Uh, and like I said earlier, you, you don't have to wait for a special show to send them in. If you want to, uh, if you want to ask us questions, send them in at any time and we will read them. I did want to mention something. Um, when we got the email from Brooke, 
um, and let me find it here. Um, I wanted to share, she actually gave us a review on Apple podcasts, which we really appreciate. Um, and if I can pull it up here, I was going to read it, but it's not coming up quick. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll read that next time. Uh, but just know she did leave us a rating and a review and we appreciate it. And if you do listen to the show on Apple podcasts and you do like it, uh, feel free to leave that review leave that rating. I know it helps with, um, uh, us getting seen by other people. Oh, here it is. Here it is. She gave us a five-star rating. Thank you. And it says the podcast is a must for Disney fans, two guys who are true fans and giving their listeners a regular Disney fix. Jason and Cody are so much fun to listen to. And <laughs> she says they're experts at all things, Disney. Uh, we try. So, uh, and if we don't know it, we can always look it up. So, um, so thank you for the rating. Thank you for the review. Do you have anything uh, you wanted to mention about the emails before we share some social media stuff and we get to bed here on a Thursday night? Um, I just, again, want to say thank you to all of those that sent in an email for this listener appreciation. We do really appreciate you guys and it's fun to have you guys participate um, and be a part of the podcast and send us stuff in to, to talk about. And, you know, we like to know that you guys are listening and that you guys are enjoying the podcast and, you know, it, it makes us feel good that, that we're, we're doing it for more than just the two of us and that there's actually some, some people out there that, that like that we do this. And so I just want to say thank you. All right. And if you uh, are on social media, uh, if you didn't already know, you can uh, find us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. We're over on Twitter at Talking Disney, on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. You can email us at Talking Disney Podcast at gmail.com. And we also have a website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com. And something we just started this week that we had been talking about for a while. Uh, is we started a Patreon account. And for those who don't know what Patreon is, uh, let me read you what, uh, what I found, like an explanation for it, and then I'll tell you what it really is. Uh, it's basically a crowdfunding membership platform that provides business tools for creators to run a subscription content service with ways for artists to build relationships and provide exclusive experience to their su subscribers or their patrons. Basically, if you like the show and you want to support the show, um, you can uh, donate money each month. Uh, and I don't like to beg for money, but if you, it, it does help with, uh, you know, we, we have to buy equipment and we have to have su subscriptions to certain things to put on the show. And if nobody joins or donates any money, we'll still do it. Uh, but, uh, and uh, you can donate as little as $2 a month. Um, and you'll, and you get special perks with, uh, with that two, $2. If you want to check out the website, uh, no, no subscription required. If you just want to look at it, you can find it at patreon.com slash talking Disney, and you can kind of learn what it's about. Um, as we, or if we do get, if we do get patrons though, there will be some special, uh, maybe posts, maybe videos, maybe episodes at, that will be, uh, Patreon specific. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll always have the, have the free, free, free version. We're not going away from that, uh, that, that we try to do 
once a week, usually once every two weeks. So uh, check it out. And uh, if you want to donate, feel free. If you don't want to donate, that's fine too. We'll still, uh, we'll still talk Disney with you every week or week and a half. So uh, that's all I have for tonight. I think I got everything in. I think we did. All right. Uh, we will, uh, we will call it a night then. So thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, checking us out. Uh, we enjoyed the emails and answering the emails. Hopefully you, you learned a little something about us. Um, and we will, uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Ah, uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-E See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y Why? Why? Because we like you. Talking Disney Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company, and all material used during this podcast is property of its copyright holder and used for entertainment purposes only.